Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Three the Pro Way is brought to you by that legendary play. From historic moments to triumphant victories, iconic plays are immortalized at thatlegendaryplay.com. What's up, family? This week on Three of the Pro Way, we spoke with Wisconsin Badger football student assistant coach Ashley Cornwell. By way of Reedstown, Wisconsin, Ashley discusses growing up in a small community and being competitive with her twin brother. Ashley also talks about falling in love with the game of football at a very young age by competing in co-ed flag football leagues and the apprehension her parents had when she wanted to pursue tackle football. Eventually settling to become a kicker, Ashley shares how she overcame challenges of being a female football player at her high school and how those experiences led to her pursuing a coaching at her rival high school. Additionally, Ashley shares how she balances the demand of coaching at a Power 5 school while maintaining her GPA and how at times she seemingly reverses the distinction of student-athlete by putting her coaching responsibilities first. Lastly, with having an opportunity to take part in the NFL Bill Walsh Coaching Fellowship with the Titans, Ashley shares how important it is to her to be successful for other young ladies with similar aspirations. This is an inspirational story you don't want to miss. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back again with another episode of Three of the Pro Way. And today we have a, a special guest. I, I'm about to call her a trailblazer. She's one of the few, I would assume, holding this distinction that I will say here in just a moment. But she's from Reedstown, Wisconsin. She is currently a student assistant football coach for the Wisconsin Badgers, one of the more higher prolific franchises in the i was gonna say big 12 but big 10 is the big 10 still you got all these new conferences and carrying on <laughs> you know uh in the big 10 and she is one of the uh few female coaches i would assume in the whole conference um if not in the whole nc2a and i asked her to come be our guest to talk about her journey miss ashley cornwell how are you hey welcome. i'm doing good welcome. thank you for having me guys Thanks for coming, uh, yeah. Ashley. No, nah, we appreciate you coming. And so, as I mentioned, you're from Reedstown. We talked a little bit off the of air a minute ago, and you talked about all the Reedstown, Reedsville, Reeds Plaza, <laughs> everything else that comes around with it. But talk about growing up in Reedstown. Um, so, basically, like, that's, like, where my mom grew up. It's pretty small. It's literally an intersection in the middle of nowhere. So um, I just grew up out in the woods, um, basically just doing stuff like that. It used to be like a small farm. So my grandpa used to um, grow tobacco a long time ago with his yeah. family. And then they transitioned it into just a place for herding and grazing cattle. And then eventually when he got older, it's just a homestead. In the Do middle you have, of any, have any siblings, siblings or, or family, like relatives or close to your area where you grew up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots. Um, mostly like my mom's like cousins and aunts. Yeah. Um, and then my mom's sister, 
she moved pretty far away down in Missouri. But one special thing about Reed's town is that's everybody would come home for the holidays nice. back to my grandpa's place. So it's, it's pretty important. And when he passed, um, that's like where my parents have now, like they're trying to retire there. That's just a pretty important place for our family. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I'll say just the, that community feel. And we, we talked a little bit, Alfred, you actually have a twin brother. Yes. As far as and, and your siblings, but any other siblings that you have? Nope, just my twin brother. brother. So as we were talking and I asked you, how'd you get involved in football? You said you have a twin brother. So I'm assuming you two are pretty competitive. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Polar <laughs> opposites and very uh-huh. competitive. Yeah. He's a... Uh, Right now, he's pursuing his master's in computer science at UW-Lacrosse. And um, we've always, I mean, ever since we were little, it's who could get all A's or who had like a better GPA or who scored more, more goals during a soccer game or stuff like that. Like, um, And who came out I, on top most of the time? Oh, me. Like, <laughs> oh. Me, all the time. And he knows why, it. Too. Why did I know you were going to say that? You said that so quick. Like, oh, what, what, what are you talking about? Me. Me, for sure. <laughs> it was great. Like, um like I lettered first in a varsity sport before he did. He hated that. Got um, what was it? Top ten scholar for our school. He hated that because he didn't get it. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> what, what sports did you play growing up? Uh, tons. Um, so I was in karate, softball, soccer, a little bit of football, basketball, volleyball. Um, pretty much anything that I could do. Wow. Um, I say the longevity ones, so were basketball, soccer, and football. And I always wanted to do hockey, but we couldn't afford hockey because it was pretty yeah. expensive to do that from where I was. But that was always a sport that I wanted to do and never got to do. Walk us through that the football experience. I'm I'm interested in how that came about and how that how'd you handle the football aspect of, of playing sports? Yeah, so Football has been a pretty like up and down like journey. So as I said, growing up twin brother, really small town, uh, the sports were co-ed. So it wasn't weird for me to be playing with guys. Like I remember when I was really little, like this, like the little uh, soccer team that I was on, it was pretty much all guys. So like I, I was used to that. The hockey team, it was all guys. I played hockey for a little bit while we could afford it. And um, when we couldn't, I stopped playing and then picking up like flag football with my brother. I remember those practices like at the rec center wasn't any different. Um, and I kept going for a bit. And then I do remember just like when it got to like that tackle stage, my parents got a little cautious <laughs> about it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I was kind of out of football for a bit. Um, and then like, I just, I kept thinking about it and I was like, you know, I, even though I'm pretty small, I think I can still mm-hmm. contribute to my team. And one way I wanted to do that was to be the kicker. Um, I thought like, you know, it's not the same as kicking a soccer ball, but um, it's just something like I felt like I could do. Um, you know, that's not a, that's not a position. A lot of people volunteer for it. So no. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where I'm like, um, Kind of when I go into this, I it's always a weird story, not one that I, I normally talk about with people right away until like they've gotten to know me a little more. Um, so the high school that I went to, this isn't in Reed's town, actually. So my high school career was in a different town. I, I won't mention it um, right now, um, but they weren't very uh, 
um, open, I think, to the idea. Inclusive. When, huh? Yeah, when I got to the high school level. Um, so, yeah, that didn't, it didn't work out um, in the long run, which was, it wasn't like the only one that happened to. Yeah. But there was, there was, um, we had a female D lineman who was playing. Uh, she didn't finish her career either there. And uh, there was a girl below me. She played running back and she didn't finish her career either. Um, and that, I think, when I talk about like a watershed moment, because I remember like talking to my mom and she's like, like, if this is like something that you really want to do, like if football is something like you really want to have, like in your life, like you're just going to have to find a way to, to bring it back in. Cause I'm like, I'm in high school and I'm like, well, if I can't play, if I can't be with this team, like, what am I going to do? So I spent a lot of time just like praying about it. And then, um, it was kind of really weird how this happened. So I'll bring in Reedsburg now. This is where people might get confused. So Reedsburg, this was a school like 20 minutes away from where I went to high school. And this was actually the rivalry school. This was like our rival school at the high school that I went to. And I knew some people over there in like the youth level for football. And they were like, shoot, like you want to get your foot in the door with coaching? Like, why don't you come here, help us out for a bit? I was like, hell yeah. And coaching was always something going back to like my sports background. When I was growing up, there was two things I either wanted to do is to either be like an ambassador for the United Nations, which you're like, what? Like, that's so much different than coaching. Right. (laughs) Or it was it was to keep sports in my life. Like coaching was something that I always wanted to do because I just felt like. um, Contributing something like contributing yourself to something bigger than you and building people up. Like that just was really, um, that was just something that like really motivated me and kind of drew me into that. Um, And I think also too, having having really good coaches, I was like, wow, like I really admire you. And then also having bad coaches, I was like, I want to be a good coach too. And that also made me pretty passionate um, about pursuing coaching. But anyways, back to the youth, the youth level. So Reedsburg Youth Football, I got my foot in the door there. And I started coaching a bit um, and I really liked it. It was a really rewarding experience. And, you know, the high school level too, um, I met some of the high school coaches, those players and working with, you know, the kicker over there, which is actually a female, which is ironic. Um, Riley. Yeah. I worked with Riley. She was awesome. And um, just having a few years under my belt doing that, I thought, you know, I, I really want to keep pursuing this. This is something that I'm, I'm very passionate about and I think I can do a, a good job at, and then amongst all that, it's from my own, like, little experience playing, right? Like, I didn't, like, I wouldn't say, oh, I have this many years under my belt or I have so many varsity snaps. But being around that atmosphere, like, you get a good beat on, like, the brotherhood and the things, like, that, that are so much more than just, you know, what's on the field. There's so much that's off the field as well. And that's also something that kind of, drives me and motivates me like that's something I want to be a part of and build like I felt that and even at Wisconsin I feel it here like I I made a joke to the team one time like I'm not a brother but like I feel it you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying like it's it's just something that I love to be a part of and uh, I just want to contribute yeah we we just did a podcast with um Joey Harrington um you know played quarterback at Oregon played in the league you know for several different teams 
top three pick. Um, we talked about the game of football and how just how you described it, you know, the brotherhood, the it's just a it's just a it's it's a beautiful game to be a part of because the teamwork and everything that goes into, you know, throughout the week for that one game on a, you know, Thursday, Friday or Saturday. And it seemed like that bug bit you hard when, you know, you when you fell in love with the game. Yeah. And I'd say the locker room. I, I can yeah. I can't yeah, get you over can't, yeah. locker room. <laughs> Especially at Wisconsin. It's um I don't know, like I always the people that you have like in the locker room here, like if you were to see them on the street, you wouldn't like say, Oh wow, like they're best friends. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just mixing people from from all over the country together. Yeah. And, and it's beautiful to see like the friendships that are formed and like the understanding that happens in the locker room and, and just the culture that we've built. And here in particular, like, it's just something that I'm so proud of and I'm so happy to be a part of. And like these players, they've been absolutely amazing and welcoming me into this program as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I got to ask this question before, cause we're going to talk about football, obviously, yeah. but Based off something you just said about, you know, the camaraderie and, and everybody getting together. Let's go back to something you said. You said you either wanted to be a coach or an ambassador. For the, we, we, we just can't let that slide. I know. Oh, where did that come from? It's a uh, geez. Um, my favorite <laughs> my favorite subject growing up was history. So I that's how I got into politics. Right. And and I don't particularly like align with you know one party or the other but politics has been something that I've been pretty involved in ever since I'd say middle school I'd argue um and we had a club well I mean I helped found the club but it was it's called model UN and there you would like role play being like an ambassador to just learn more about issues around the world and how people and like the arguments behind each issue or issue um issue and it was a uh, really like just fun to be a part of and the more that I learned about things with in the United States and outside of it I was like you know oh maybe my purpose in life is to work on work on that stuff and I you know and being an ambassador you get to be around those issues and a part of those solutions and I was like that might be a good career path for me as well um but then over the years like football is just just kept calling me back and um yeah, but it's politics are still something that like I have a double major in um, political science and international studies, which focuses on global security. Um, and most of the classes that I take center around um, climate issues and indigenous people's issues within the United States and around the world. So it's definitely something that's still like it's of interest to me. I don't know how I will incorporate it into my life, especially in <laughs> football, but it's definitely something that. Yeah, I'm st I'm still keeping up with it. It's something that is just an interest outside of football. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll come we'll come yeah. back to what you're doing now here in a minute. But I want to dial back a little bit. You kind of sk skipped over a little bit as far as your experience at one school that wasn't as inclusive, that wasn't as accepting of probably the female athletes. And I'm not going to dive into that more so than I wanted to know. And you went to a place where it sounded like you were embraced a little bit more and you were encouraged what what was that impact on you personally? Like, what was that? And are there people that you still like communicate with now? That you're like, man, these mentors, they really have helped me grow as a person considering that prior experience when it wasn't like that for you. Oh yeah. And 
the the bad stuff oh i can touch like i won't go into specifics but i guess like um i always have like this chip on my shoulder right from being told no and um like this this is like a really tough industry to break into um so i don't always like originally that chip was like i was like okay i don't want this chip of like bad emotion or just you know like the the fu mentality like i'm never going to forget that to get too big and then i'm i think having people in my life who uh encouraged me and said you're welcome to be here i want you to succeed and and having people like this at wisconsin too it's it's balancing it out with i want to make these people proud and i want to make sure like their effort and time was well invested in a person who truly cares about the sport and the and the people who are a part of it um but having having people who who help you out is extremely extremely helpful especially in this industry like um it's not easy mm-hmm. and and finding those mentors i don't want to say like i, I latch on to them because it sounds like oh like i'm latching on to you but i i i like keep them close and um i i try to you know like coach rudy he left this past season to go to virginia tech that was a guy who who i would say like he's been one of like the the biggest uh, coaches in my life personally um he pulled me over to the offensive side of the ball he was giving me responsibility he was really pushing me out of my comfort zone giving me projects to work on like just pushing my knowledge of the game and my interaction with the players and um like i i try to like contact him at least once a month and he's just he's amazing and yeah people like that are very important I have, um, we all have friends that are, you know, college, um, coaching college ball and, and I always talk to them. They tell me about, you know, the, the process that they, that they have to go through the grind, the recruiting aspect. Um, sometimes you're, you're, you're kind of like a dad. Sometimes you're a brother, you know, it, it, all the things that go into, you know, coaching college athletes you have to love it, man. Like you have to, you, you have to love it. You, it can't be cause, <laughs> yeah. cause I, I get asked all the time, you know, we're all former athletes here. Like, why didn't you go into coaching? You know, right after you stopped playing pro ball. And I'm like, I wanted to do something completely different. And at that time I did not love it. I did not love the game the way I, I I've grown to love it back now. But at the time when I finished playing ball, I didn't love the game and you have to love the game to, to be, um, a coach and especially what you're, what you're trying to accomplish now. Yeah. You talk about like those many hats that you have to wear yeah. too. And yeah. like, that's so real. Like I was just talking about that with a coach the other day. It's like, you can't be in, you have to be in coaching for the right reasons. Like you have to realize some days you have to be the parent per se. Uh, you got to you sometimes you got to be a brother to these kids or even to your own colleagues if they're going through something. And you also got to be, you know, the bear of bad news. You got to be the grinder out in the field. Like there's just, there's just so many things like you got to do. And then you got to mix in. Yeah. Keeping up with recruiting, coaching, taking care of your family like this. It's, it's a grind. And it's something that, I mean, I've, I wouldn't say I have days where I'm like, dang, should I be here? But I've had days like, yeah, I really love this place. Cause that's what I'm doing. What I'm doing right now. Like I really love football and, I, and I'm going to do this because I want to keep football in my life. And yeah, but you're right. It's a grind. Let me go back just a little bit to your your parents. You mentioned your mother and 
she having that, that candid conversation with you. Talk about the influence they have on you. Cause you know, that's, that's daddy or mama's little girl out here yeah. in the men's, in a, in a stereotypical man's world. How has that been? Oh my gosh. Um, I love my dad. Do not get me wrong. He is, he is, he is, he is a great guy. And, and what he's been through in life, I, I am so proud of him for, for what he's pulled through in life and all this stuff. But let me tell you, he was not, he was not feeling football at uh-huh. all. Day one, just, he like, I know how guys are. Number one, uh-huh. he's like, you're five, two, you're barely over a hundred pounds. Yep. This is not going to work. You know what I'm saying? I was like, dad, Cause I get my stubbornness from him. I was like, I do not care what you say. I'm doing this. Like if mom, I was like, if mom says yes, it's happening, you know, stuff <laughs> like that. But he, um, dang, like those, those are my biggest cheerleaders right now for sure. And, um, especially these past few years, I think I've leaned on them more, um, for support. It wasn't always like that. Like I, I, uh, not like a person that normally like opens up really. And I went through like a phase in high school where I was, I was pretty like quiet about just how I felt and, and just, um, our relationship has like grown. And those are definitely people that, that I lean on more now, but, um, yeah, it, one of my whys is like, I got to make my parents proud. Um, I'm a first generation college student. And, uh, when they got together, like they, they literally had nothing like, not a lot to their name mm. living in really bad places and they've they grinded their butts for to pay for both me and my brother to go to college and to to do all the sports that we do to to do all the extracurriculars that we did and um it's like i just i want to make them proud and I'm, I'm so grateful that that i had great that i have great parents like that right now and and i know like those they're still they're helping me through this because like i said it's, tough, tough industry to break into. And but they're great. They're my, definitely my inspiration to do great things. So how are you? So let's go back to Reedsburg. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Is that where Raleigh is? Where Raleigh was? Yeah. Raleigh. Okay. So, so <laughs> how does, how is that relationship like now that you're, you're coaching, you know, at Wisconsin, you go back to Reedsburg and, and how do they see you? How do they see you now? Are you like, you know, kind of a big deal there now? I wouldn't say I no. I wouldn't say. No, don't be humble. Not, girl. No, no. Don't be humble. Okay, all the listeners, all the listeners, y'all should see the smile that she <laughs> and she lightweight leaned back in her chair yeah. a little bit. Come on now, come on. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I actually I haven't visited in a while because of COVID. Um, Madison's actually pretty far from Reedsburg. Um, I would say I've done such a terrible time keeping up with people, um, and I, I need to have those conversations. I don't even think I like, I don't, I don't think a lot of people know that I'm actually doing this to be honest with you. That might sound a little like weird. Like I, uh, I kind of like went offline around like end of the year, 2019 into early 2020. Um, because I was like, just putting my head down, just grinding. I honestly don't think a lot of people know that I'm here right now, to be honest. Yeah, we're about to blow you up. Yeah, yeah. I was. I'm gonna be honest. Like this is like my first time really talking about what I'm doing. So I really? don't think a lot of people know that I'm here. To be honest, well, that's, that's good stuff. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you're, I, you got I saw you, about, um, you know, Doctor uh, Jen Welter. Um, yes, and she, she. I think she re reposted something with you two were involved in, and she's somebody we're trying to get on here as well. And she's a trailblazer as in the sport of football. Oh, she's amazing. Uh, yeah, and. 
And it's interesting because honestly, until I saw that, I didn't recognize. And it and it, it was there's two things with that. It's more normal, I guess, that it's not necessarily everybody's going out there broadcasting. Oh, we got actually going well at Wisconsin, or it's the the humbleness and the the quietness that you have. You just want to be quote unquote one of the guys and doing yeah. your job, but you are in a unique spot. Yes, you know, in, in a in a high profile school, power five school in the Big Ten, always relevant, top ten school, and you're right there in the midst of all of that and. You're right. You're not talking about it. And had I not seen that post, I wouldn't have been able to reach out to you and know and have this conversation with. You. Yeah. And and that's right. That it's a, it's a great question. Like, I think if more people knew and if I ever went back, I don't think I'm a big deal, but yeah. I, I think they'd be pretty like, wow, like, yeah, like it's cool because it's not. Absolutely small town, like, and yeah, Wisconsin's reputation. I do think what I do is, is pretty cool, but um, yeah, like. I, gosh, I don't even think my high school teachers really know what I'm up to, to be honest with you. <laughs> and, I, and this is like, I've been absolutely terrible, but yeah, I just, uh, I like, I don't post a lot to social media. If I do, it's just about our camps or, you know, just retweeting about like people that I care about. Like if they do something great, like I try to, you know, put my feet out with that, but yeah, I've, I've kept pretty quiet. Um, which I've always like questioned if I should do that. Cause, um, like when, when I was in high school or even middle school, like seeing somebody in my position would be um, pretty ins- inspiring and, and exactly. motivating. If, if football was something that I truly wanted to pursue, I would love to see that. And, and that's actually how Jen Welter was um, coach Welter was for me actually and coach uh, Catherine Smith. Like those were two coaches that I remember coach Mickey Grace actually um, as well. Those were two, three female, female coaches who I distinctly remember I'm at the end of my high school career kind of like being exposed to. And I was like, dang, like this is possible. And that actually did push me to pursue this at Wisconsin. And I, I think you're going to, you're going to see that, that you will really start blowing up because once people start seeing you more, it's, it's like last year, uh, Vanderbilt had a female kicker for the first time. She came off the soccer team and yeah. now she's, you know, she's blowing up. Um, she's not even playing anymore, but, but people still recognize her as that, you know, Vandy's first, uh, as the SEC's first female player. So I, I think you, you got a big road ahead coming. Oh boy. <laughs> plus, 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 you know, I, I, I'm a big, t- I'll tell you, I'm partial. I'll be partial to Wisconsin this year because you guys got a kid named Vinny Anthony coming. Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I play with his dad. So uh, I'm, we'll be keeping up with that for sure. Perfect. Yeah. Talk of the town. He ain't even down here yet. <laughs> How do you um how do you manage school and coaching? Yeah. Like, Barely. <laughs> because we, we, we spoke on That's the truth. Though. We spoke on the coaching and, and how demanding coaching is. Yeah. And then you yeah. school too. I'm telling you, time management. Yeah. I'm so glad I am really good at time management. Yeah. It's um gosh, okay. Normal schedule, I guess, for season I get up at 4 30 and I go work out um and I try to get into the facility by six in the morning and then I'm here until probably like I'll I'll say 10 p.m I'll just say 10 p.m um, that's a short day by, right. by the way <laughs> um I go in the classes like in between so I normally schedule my classes after practice because you have practice in the mornings um and I go to class I come straight back and 
sometimes I'm gonna be honest, I bring work to class. Like I, I like I take on as much as I can. So it's like, look, if I'm getting good grades, like y'all can't be mad if I'm I'm working on scripts or whatever in class and stuff like that. So I do that. Um, I don't know. I don't even know how to get my homework done. Like I, I do get it done and I do get good grades, but it's it's really just finding pockets of time. And that's when I do my schoolwork. But football is always first for me. Hopefully nobody from up top who's can yell at me is going <laughs> to hear this podcast. But football is first. I know we talk about student athletes and student assistants. Well, it's really just now assistant student for me. It's <laughs> this is really important uh, for me. But yeah. And you're, you're managing it well. Obviously, if your grades are not suffering, I mean, nobody's yeah. going to be mad with you. If your grades were, then there'd be that conversation. Oh, for but, sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think, though, it is even with all that, I don't even know when you sleep, by the way. That's that's called being in your 20s because, <laughs> you know, my 40-something-year-old year old self, that, that schedule you just talked about. <laughs> it catches up to you. Like, I, I did hit a, a wall as soon as it was so weird. We had like our last spring practice on Friday and I hit a wall and I was like, oh, dang. Like, <laughs> I just all three, two years of grinding just hit me because I was like, oh, it'll catch up to you, though. You had to fall out, huh? Yes. I had to slow down for a day. I was like, yeah, dang. at 430 alarm would have extended that one. But what thing you said, though, I, I think is crucial. And, and I appreciate this about you in the short time I've gotten to know you is I think you understand the 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 severity of what you're accomplishing, not just, I mean, going to school. Yes. And I, I hope you go and continue to get your degree and do things of that nature. Cause I think that's very important. Um, but the grind, the willingness to sacrifice for this position that you're in, you're one of how many, <laughs> right? Yeah. And you are, you are truly are the barometer for other opportunities, whether it be at Wisconsin or another school. Um, and, if you quote unquote fail, as you, as you said, what does that do for the next young lady who wants this opportunity? And so sometimes, and you mentioned it has to be a coach slash student instead of the other way around, because you're not just doing this for Ashley, you're doing this for the little Ashley's after you as well. You kind of, you understand that burden that you carry? Yes. It's actually, it's, it's stressful. It's something I'm going to be honest. It's kept me up a few nights. Um, gosh. Okay. So honestly, like obviously trailblazing isn't easy and yeah, I've always tried to have like the mindset, like there's growing pains for everybody through this process. Like I've always been trying, I've always been, I try to be patient and open-minded and if anybody like, gosh, and maybe it, <laughs> This industry, like candid conversations, I think sometimes it throws people off, but I'm always like that person, like you can just like, let's, let's have a candid conversation. You know, like I, I always try to be that person. Cause I am, I am thinking about the people coming after me and um, I don't want, I don't want it to be like taboo. And I want to, I just want to make, yeah, I, I want to make sure like whoever comes next, like I saw this post, there was this one female kicker who kind of talked about she kind of had a rough patch as well similar to mine in high school and she just said like you know if if I got to take like somebody's um abuse or naysay or, or something like that as long as it's better for the person after me then I'll do that and I was like dang like that's good but I'm gonna put the twist on it of 
let's have a conversation. I'm going to be patient. And I know it's not always going to be easy for people, especially when this is, this is pretty new. Um, and you're working with like an older generation. This isn't, this isn't like easy stuff. Um, but yeah. And I approach it that way just because I am thinking about the person behind me. Yeah. I gotta make, I gotta make it worth it and not make a misstep here. Yeah. What, what type of coach are you kind of molding yourself to be? And, and I think back to, you know, we've all had some awesome coaches. We all had some not so great coaches. And there was yeah. a coach that comes to mind that I feel like he was like the best coach and he would have to be, happened to be at university of Tennessee. His name is KB Brown. He went on um, to the Seahawks. He did a lot of different um, offensive coordinators. He just, he was just an awesome coach. And, what made him awesome was he was hard nosed, right? He he would get into your ass like he, but he knew what he was talking about. He was very knowledgeable. But after he would get into you after practice, he would grab you around the neck and explain to you why he so the, re, the reason why he was so hard on me for that practice or whatever I did wrong is because he saw potential in me. Potential I, at the time I didn't even see it myself. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Look, you can be." really good but you need to do this you need to do that you need to apply yourself um so what what type of like what type of coach do you do you envision yourself being dang uh your description there definitely reminded me of rudy who's somebody that um, i'd try to here's the the great thing about wisconsin is you have a lot of good coaches with like different methods and techniques and everything so i feel like i'm kind of like trying to pull a little bit here and there of like what i think is is good um i'm i'm not a shouter really like i will i will yell if i've said it more than once right but i don't think um my personal thing is is i i think maybe being more soft-spoken it gets you to listen to me more like look in my eyes and listen to me when i'm talking um but i want to be that coach that can pull something out of somebody and uh I, I, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a grinder, but I also want to be a coach where like you're you're comfortable to come to me and to ask me questions because I think there's some coaches out there where you're not comfortable growing under. I just want to be a coach where people are they're comfortable to grow under, they're comfortable to mess up in front of, yeah. and and that they can trust. Like you know, the coaching points. I'm not gonna be like, oh, you got to catch the ball. It's mm-hmm. you didn't catch the ball because you weren't watching the ball go to your hands. Your yeah. eyes were on the ball, stuff like that. But um, I'm still. I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm still growing. I'm pretty young. Um, and you know, maybe I'll be a yeller someday. I don't know yet, <laughs> but uh, I've been around. I wouldn't say the soft spoken maybe sounds like they're not invested or they're not um, yeah. hard asses, but I've been around coaches who are, I would say like soft spoken in a way where they're not yelling, but they're coaching. And that's kind of what I'm, I'm drawn to. And and they're very careful about like what they say and the coaching points that they give and, and how they say it. But yeah. But for, for an athlete, man, it's all about like, for, when you look at a coach, it doesn't take long for a athlete to figure out how knowledgeable a coach is. It doesn't, I mean, it, it really does it, man. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's the most important thing about coaching and relationships. That's, you know, obviously I think that's great, but just, Coaching, it's either you can or you can't. Yeah. Can you teach this or not? Can you yeah. relate to the kids? Can you teach this yeah. technique? Can you do that? 
this is what coaching is all about. And um, I'm pretty sure you, you, you feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and that's another thing too, where um, working with O-line, I obviously, I haven't played O-line. So in this role too at Wisconsin, I really feel like, um, like I'm not supposed to be the bearer of bad news as a student assistant, but I, like I'm there to help out the guys as much as possible. And like, I'm learning just as much as they're sure. probably, I'm probably learning more from them than they are for me at this point too, especially with a position that like I've never played. Like, I mean, I'm asking them questions. I'm asking like, well, what did you see here? Like, how'd you feel when you did this? Because it's not a position that I've played. And I recognize that I have a lot of learning to do right now, especially to be the kind of coach that I want to be, which is an effective coach, right? Mm -hmm. I have a lot that I need to learn. And I do agree. Like you, you got to know, you got to know those, those intangibles of how to do the technique or, or the scheme or, I mean, you know, as a player going into coaching, you have such an advantage because you've, you've done it. And then for somebody who maybe hasn't played at a certain level or has played a certain position, like you have to grind even more to even try to fill like that missing experience. So you said, you said you sometimes take stuff to the classroom, but <laughs> I'm curious, like, how do you study the game? Like, you know, obviously I was thinking the same thing because, yeah, you know, obviously when we've played, we you know, it's it's different from what you have. And there's so many people who don't know that there's guys coaching pro like I'll use um, Taylor Jenkins, who coaches the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, did not play ball in college, but he's a pro coach. He's a pro basketball coach and is damn good. How do you go about studying the game and making yourself better? Oh, boy. Um, so you mean like when I watch film or. Like just watching film, just, like just have you, watch. just have you. What what do you do to 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 understand? Like you like you were talking about the O line, and, yeah. and understanding that. How do you get? How do you get that knowledge? Are you a film watcher? Are you a book reader? Are you a listener? Are you a technique person? You know, there's or is it just a combination of all of that? It's it's um, I would say it's mostly film, and then you will. <laughs> oh, this is embarrassing. Sometimes I like. <laughs> I'm like behind the guys, like when they're doing drills, like just mimicking it in the air. Yeah. Cause I learned yeah, like, I learned that. like that. Like, that's how I learned. I don't know. It's just like, it's like, Oh, what's Ashley doing over there? Like <laughs> getting kicked on a rail or whatever. That's good stuff. <laughs> but um, I would say that's how I, how I learn. And it's really leaning on the coaches who have had playing experience, like uh, coach Alva. Um, that's somebody like we always talk about you know, alignments and hands. And he's a, he's a DB coach, but we were, we were talking about hands and punching for a line and we were just standing there just like doing it, like just walking through it. It's like, that's, that's also how I learn as well. But yeah. Um, Seems like I have a, a, a good bunch of coaches that wants to, to teach the athlete, but also teach you as well. Like mm -hmm. teach the, the other, uh, the other student sisters that, that are in the same boat. Cause you, I mean, just because you're a female, you probably have some counterparts that never played that position. Oh, yeah. They're they're in the same boat as you. So I mean, it's not like it's it's this it's, it doesn't have it's nothing to do with gender. It's just it's just about experience. For sure. For sure. And that's where, yeah, we have a lot of good coaches who uh who are really giving us like a, a really great opportunity, like just to even be here and to be around the team and to learn all this stuff. But um, yeah. So you've been you're on the offense side of the ball now and special teams. And you I guess you 
you said that because you've been on the other side of the ball as well. Or on the defensive side? Yeah. Um, I was for a short while. Uh, I don't know when y'all are going to put this out. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I'm making the transition actually over to defense right now. Nice. Oh, which nice. is going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, it was kind of weird. Like I was talking to somebody, they're like, shoot, you might as well just get a PhD in football while you're here. You might as well. <laughs> all three phases, I'm like, might as well. Like, um, I mean, like my, my goal is to, to be an offensive coach of some capacity. Um, I love the run game. Like that's something that I don't know why it drew me in, especially O-line. I think it's just the intricacies, the details, the fact that you get to be more involved with the scheme when you work with the offensive line. Like that's just my opinion. Yeah, and like, you're at, you're at the right school too. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's like a match made in heaven. Really, like, <laughs> it's great. And we're gonna do a lot of that. <laughs> you're not giving away a lot of uh, a lot of um, insight there as far as like what you guys want to do because we we know what Wisconsin is going to do. They, they're going to run it down awesome. your throat. <laughs> they gonna, Everybody they knows big, we're running the ball. Like, yeah. They're going to have big big offense linemen and they're going to have a bat a big bat that's going to oh, run yeah. it down your throat. Oh, that's the recipe. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, that is Wisconsin. And I love it. I love it. And um, I would say, you know, the benefit for the defense is they've gotten really good at stopping the run. And, and that's even cool. And, and one thing, you know, I'm pretty sure I'll be moving over to defense, but I'm, I'm hoping to, you know, see it, to see it from a different perspective is just going to make me better. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's, it's just an awesome school to be at, especially when you're passionate about the run game. Like that's something that I'm cherishing every moment that I get to be here and to learn that stuff. Well, the good news is by switching over to defense and with an offensive mind, you get that perspective of, okay, this is how they're trying to stop this. So when you flip back over to offense, you'll know you see that even that odd front, you can, you can manipulate that the, how you want to, because now you had that understanding of what they're trying to do on the defensive side of the ball. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. I'm taking all their secrets when I eventually <laughs> come back to the offense, like I will be taking their secrets with me, but yeah. Absolutely. So what are what what are you officially studying in school? It was poli sci. Oh, poli sci. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But, and if they had a coaching major, because some schools actually have coaching majors, I would have taken that for sure. So I'm a little salty that I'm at a school with no coaching major. It's kind of that's the only downside no, you, of Wisconsin. You're good. You're good. Don't don't. Yeah, you can you can just get your own coaching major. You, you, <laughs> I'm getting it right now. You I mean, get your PhD on that. This this in case you want to do something different, you got that. You can be an ambassador. You're an ambassador. <laughs> so you you talked about you and your brother competitive, and that may be why you're still getting these good grades. Are you y'all still talk mess with each other about your grades? Oh man, I you know, and he's. This is the sad part. I don't want to admit this in front of everybody. He is beating me out on grades, though. Like oh, this, is, this is like the worst. Like, and what I mean, like beating me out. Like I'm getting like A minuses and Bs, and my brother's like four O for the semester. Oh, and I'm like, dude, whatever. Like I got a full time job. Like this isn't even this isn't even like an equal place. Yeah. You're right traveling now. on the weekends. That don't count. That don't count. Yeah, I won't, yeah my, I won't bring my grades up. That's that's that to me is almost like when you have an honors class, you get the three points, you get the extra three points. Right, exactly. Just from yeah. the schedule. Somebody, she got an A minus. <laughs> a minus. A minus. I was lucky to I'm get, a to C get a C minus. C, right. <laughs> she got an A minus. <laughs> and a full-time coach. Girl. <laughs> that's um, impressive. Oh yeah. Try to get the credit for the class. That's definitely let me, let me ask you though. 
yeah. because you are grinding as a coach and not just a player. It's one thing as a player in that time management piece. I I would assume the players have no excuse. You are literally getting up at 430, working out, grinding like they are, then going and watching film, going to class, doing your work, still traveling. And you got hours that are beyond their hours. It, and I'm still getting good grades. And yeah. still good, good grades. Like they have nothing to say. They, you can't you can't say nothing to me. I'm tired, coach. No, uh-uh. get your butt up to class. Like how was those conversations? Right. I mean, our guys are actually they're responsible. They're pretty good. Like they they go to school. Um, and yeah, I can't think of anybody who's been like, oh, I'm supposed to be in class today. Like they're that's like the culture at Wisconsin too. It's like you know what you're supposed to do. We have this thing where it's like if you're on a list, like that ain't good. And it's not just the coaches who are going to hold you accountable it's the players in the room with you. Like you don't want to be a list guy around here. Like you don't want to be on the list of, Oh, you didn't get this meal today or, Oh, you're missing class today. Like they academics here. It's, it's taken pretty seriously. So it's like those conversations aren't even too existent. Um, but grade wise too, though, it's like, sometimes if I hear a guy like, Oh, I don't want to go to class today or, or my grades aren't doing too good. It's like, dude, just, do your job, do your job. We're all doing our job around here. You can do your job too. It ain't that bad. Just go sit through the 50 minute lecture. Yeah. You know, Ashley, we were talking to someone earlier about being, uh, you know, in your early twenties and, and seeing three, four, five, six years down the future for you. And, and cause we were saying that's hard. Cause it's easy for us to say this now cause we're old, but for you, old, man. yeah, I'm old. I'm older, uh, <laughs> but for you, seriously, how do you, what, what do you see, you know, five years from now, how do you see Ashley? Cause you, you won't be a student assistant anymore. No, hopefully, you know, like the next step for me, cause I, I want to do this the right way. It's, it's hopefully to be a, like a GA somewhere, mm-hmm. a graduate assistant um, or to have a, smaller level role with an NFL team. Mm. But yeah, like that, that is, that is the goal. It's to stay at the D one level if I can, or to be at the D one level again in six years, because if I have to go down and come back up, I'm not opposed to that either. Yeah. Yeah. So I did the, uh, I'm sorry. I did the minority coaching internship one summer with the NFL as I was transitioning, trying to figure out what I was going to do as far as after playing ball. And have you thought about, applying for that i mean to be told i mean not a minority as far as race and things that age but you are a minority you're a female that there's not a majority of females in the national football league coaching have you thought about applying for that for something i know that's probably hard for your role now and and school and that balance but have you thought about maybe doing that over a summer oh i i actually i have applied and i have been you know accepted um Mm -hmm. i do plan on doing that actually yeah i don't think I think I can share it right now. Um, which which franchise? To uh, with the Titans, actually. Yeah. Hey, you yeah. gonna who, who you working with? Uh, they haven't told me like what That's position right. yet. I've been That's asking, right. but they yes. haven't. Hey, but I yeah, like, I was like, if I get to be with Coach Rabel, like he is, I. It was interesting. So I, I did the the women's uh, forum with the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was like going through the coaches and like me and um, there's like a few other girls. There's two other girls actually who were in a similar position as mine at the D1 level. They were just sitting there like, oh, oh my God, like this coach is going to be here. And I was like, 
I was like, Mike Variable, like, let's go. And yeah. I was like, this is the one coach I want to talk to. And like, I had him circled and everything. And thank God I got into his breakout room. And uh, he was like, he was just great to talk to. Like, he's, he's like an easy to talk to guy. And I was like, I was like sitting there. I was like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I am, I do like cuss every now and then. I was like, oh, I don't know if I can cuss in front of Coach <laughs> Variable. And then he said this, we were just chatting about something. And he just like, you know. He like swore and I was like, okay, this is my guy. Like I can relax. <laughs> like and he 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 uh he uh, is building a culture in Tennessee right now that's yeah. really similar to Wisconsin, you know, winning, being dependable, being tough. And it's like I love that. Like I love that. Like I want to be a part of that. And then, you know, we hit it off and I followed up with him and he's right. just he made it happen. Like good stuff. Yeah. Hey, when you get here, you got to hang out with us. Yeah. I'll, I'll come find you guys. Uh, yeah, you let to, me know. I got us. Yeah, I, I, you know what? to work, man. And, and I, I, she, she gonna have some downtime. Are, right. are you old enough to drink yet? Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I cuss. So, okay, perfect. Yeah, so we good. You good on that? Hey, hey, Ash, I want to give you a chance to brag on Wisconsin. Obviously, we're in Nashville. We're in the heart of SEC country. KD is a Kevin is a uh, a West Coast guy. Went to Utah, but now he's been in in Nashville and in the South for so long. We we kind of adopted adopted him. <laughs> um, talk about like the culture of Wisconsin. Um, what could we look forward to this fall? Because we we see Wisconsin. You know, we see the stereo. You know, I, I even said the stereotype of big offensive linemen, big backs going to run it down your throat. What are, what are we what are we going to look? Um, what, 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 what is Wisconsin going to look like this fall? Uh, <laughs> ooh, that is a good question. She said, ooh, because you could get it out. <laughs> hey, hey, man. I'm just if you need us to repeat what he said, because hey, he struggled through that. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Get off me. Get off me. Get off you're me. A, you're Wait gonna... until the next time. <laughs> it didn't take oh. time. It will be the next time for you. <laughs> I think, I think what's what you know people can look forward to it's you know we've we brought in a new offensive coordinator um you you're you're gonna see a lot of uh, uh young players kind of just i feel have like their breakout year this year and uh especially uh you know braylon i think he's gonna have a fantastic year this year we got so many young bucks coming up like marcus chim well i mean chim's been around skyler People like that, like you're gonna see have a, have a breakout year. You're gonna, you're really gonna see a team where I mean, we have we have like expectations here. We always talk about this all the time in the locker room. Like, there's an expectation, like you win the West, like, and we take it step by step. First, it's the West, then it's the Big Ten, and then it's whatever you're given after that. And this is definitely a team that's, I mean, we've had our ups and downs the past few years, but we're hungry to do something great and. We're, we're really excited to get this this season started to just we're not really proving people wrong, but, you know, we're proving to our proving it to ourselves that we can do something great. And it's going to be a very physical year, very tough year. And I'm, I'm very excited to see what this team does. Yeah, y'all been close. It, it's like right there. And then uh, what, what was it last year? Was it Penn State last year? Oh, Penn State was a terrible start, but Minnesota was. Uh, kind of the end of everything for us last year. And that was, was what's the claret jug? Is that what it's called? What's no, what? 
What's the what's the rivalry uh, trophy for that one? Oh, the axe. The yeah. axe, yeah, yes, right. Uh, yeah, I saw them riding off in the sunset with that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that was yeah, that one that one stings, but yeah, for me, for me personally, this is my last dance, right? This is my revenge tour, so I'm gonna be yeah. bringing that juice and that energy to the team, like revenge tour, my last dance as a senior, like let's get this, but. Yeah, it's a senior year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got a lot of first, last, last, first. So, yeah, oh, get excited. So, before we let you go, and and this has been fun. I'm glad we got, we got to get you on here, and I'm excited that you actually come to Nashville. What are the odds of that? Yeah. That's crazy. Um, but before we let you go, we'd like to do a, a segment of uh, this or that. And so, I'm, I'm going to start us off. So, you, you talked about some of the people that influence you. And then you also mentioned some of your ambitions um, as far as what you want to do after maybe your senior year. So a job comes up. You can stay right there at Wisconsin, become a a full-time assistant or variable calls. And once you come be an offensive assistant, which one are you taking? Dang. (laughs) (laughs) Dang, that's hard. Um, Man, I think I think I'd want to hang out with Coach Frable a little longer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that'd be cool, um, especially at that level, and just the kind of coach he is and the experience that he has. It's like that's that's somebody where I'm all about growing too. Um, yeah. It's you know I I, I want to learn as much as I can from him, and and I can and, and you know moving around and working with different people like that's how you grow. So. Yeah, Coach Ray. All you Wisconsin people, she's still loyal. She's still loyal. I am. I am. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that that tear in her heart right there. I, <laughs> I let y'all know she still got love for you. <laughs> hey, so, mine is not a this or that. It's it's more of a you know, which one do you prefer? So you talked about rivalries. You talked about being. Isn't that this or that? Uh, this is this or that. Man. Which one do you prefer? Is but go ahead, man. Go ahead. Hey, man, y'all, y'all are gonna get off me. Y'all are gonna get off me. because it's gonna it's gonna make sense when I ask. Okay, this will be the other. This yeah. that or the other. Go ahead, Ashley. The other. So you talked about rivalry games, and you talked about this being your last dance. Um, what team do you want to beat the most this year? Mm. Oh, mm, good oh. question. So that's the preferred, right? That's the preferred. Yeah. 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 Kind of, right? I was going to say. That makes you, sense. You're good. Minnesota. <laughs> y'all got Ohio State this year? It, you know, you read my mind because it's, yeah. it's really between Ohio State and Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Dang. You don't want the axe. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It'd be Minnesota. It'd be, it's just, it's just, that's just it's too long, too long yeah. of a rivalry. Yeah. You yeah. just, uh, everything about them. It's like, you just got to destroy it on the field and yeah. take that ax home. And we didn't do that last year. And they're giggling and laughing and carrying the ax <laughs> posted on Instagram. Right. Right. <laughs> the whole uh, that was, that was, uh, in the, that that ride home, yeah, I remember uh, every second of that. So we're coming for it, guys. We want Minnesota. that. Back. I like it. So here's mine. So and and I, I have to go back to to your whole um, poli sci and all that stuff uh, background. If because I I anticipate you staying in football for a long long time. Mm-hmm. So based on some of the stuff you've said, I I feel like you could probably go a lot of different directions. So 
if you had to choose between being in on the field as a coach for the majority of your career or in the front office kind of running the program, which one would you go with? That one's actually hard. Um, I'd say it's just I want to be around the players, so yeah. that's coaching. You know, I like I, I want to be, I want to build those relationships, and I want to, yeah, spend time with the guys. I want to help them get better any way that I can. So yeah, coaching. Cool. I like it. In the in the yeah in the front office, people have always joked about that. That's probably. Closer to retirement, hopefully. Closer, closer to our age, that's right, what you're trying yeah. to say, yeah? Right. No, 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 Ty's age. Not mine. Not, we're not you, know, you know, Ashley, it's hard being a mentor. <laughs> it really is. Well, I love that. I'm going to use that one when I get Yes, get when you point. get my age. Yes, thank yeah. you. You count yourself. You almost said it, but yeah, yeah. when you get my age. <laughs> He's about to say when you when I get old. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. A professional way though, a nicer way. That <laughs> that point. Hey, Ashley, thank you so much, man. This was so fun. I'm glad we got to get you on here and get to know you a little bit, man. See you smiling, man. This, this is fun. You even had me oh, yeah. stuttering over here. Yeah, you see, you had him over here flustered, Kane. Yeah. Hey, I was just as nervous. <laughs> Hey, thank you so much thank for your time, man. We look forward to you to get out here when you come in, like July? End of July, yeah. End of July, for, yeah. for August. We have I'll to catch up. Yeah, we oh, have yeah. to catch up. We have to catch up with yep. you. Hey, have fun, enjoy. And I know you have to finish your spring ball. You're probably planning and get some sleep, girl. Good. You made me sleep. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> hey, you have a good afternoon. Have a, have a good afternoon. All right, see you. See ya. All right, bye. <laughs>